0: Very excited for you to learn learn from this guy today. Doc Joe. He's like a YouTube Sherpa. I know YouTube is like this place with the algorithm and there's a bunch of videos and I want to be on there, but I don't know how to do it because I'm camera shy. And this is coming from a radio guy. Listen, I look right in this camera right here. I feel camera shy. I was a radio guy for 15 years. And I've just begun to dip my toe in the waters of YouTube, and I still like super noob. And Joe's the kind of guy, he's a PT, who's jumped into YouTube, understood it, figured it out, likes it, likes the geeky data stuff. We'll get into that. And he likes helping people achieve what they want on YouTube. If that sounds like stuff you want to learn about, Joe's the guy to listen to. So uh, we jump in with Joe about YouTube today. And I got a lot out of it because I had some questions about YouTube that I just personally wanted to ask about. So uh, here's a question to you as a clinic owner: Would adding an additional $290 per patient per quarter help your business? It's rhetorical. Of course it would. Of course it would. Remote therapeutic monitoring can do it. And Physiotech has figured out how to make that easy. It's not complicated. Find out how to get started with remote therapeutic monitoring now, very simply. Go to physiotech.ca. That's physio.tec.ca. They'll help you do that. Uh, our friends at MW Therapies, they support the show for the last couple of years, delivering an, a modern all in one outpatient PTEMR with the built in patient portal, marketing automation, and billing features you want at a great value. Here we go.
1: The best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. Welcome aboard. This is the PT Pinecast. Here's your host, and there's physical the therapist, Jimmy McKay. And it's
0: the beat that gets you into it. Yeah, the voices are strong and the cool blazers and beeps and stuff like that. There's fun, but I like it. Welcome to PT
2: Pinecast. Uh, Joe O, oh, welcome to the show, man. I'm excited to talk to you. Super excited to be here, Jimmy. I think I told you in our conversation on Instagram, this was one of my first podcasts that I listened really? to. It truly is. Like, when did you start this podcast? 2015.
0: So 2015.
2: Like, yeah. You so literally when I found out what podcasts were, yeah. it was after I graduated PT school and I would drive back and forth to work and I was like, I would usually listen to music. And then I was yeah. like, I should do something productive because I had like a half hour drive yeah. each way. Yep. So I was like, let me, I should do something. And I started listening to podcasts. It was actually mainly fantasy football podcasts. Yep. Um, but then I was like, you know, kind of should probably do PT stuff. And maybe Bruce was one of the first ones along with like huh. Shantae. Yeah, And like, yeah, here we are. <laughs> I remember,
0: I mean, you know, because being a, a radio guy, I was a music guy, right? And I remember 2015, I actually went on a cruise. I went on a booze cruise, like a three. I won it from the radio, from like through the radio. We're not won it, but the the Bud Light distributor gave me like passes to go on this booze cruise that they had like extra. And I went on like a cruise to the Bahamas with a buddy of mine. And as we're on it, he was like, it's like 2013 or Yeah, like 2013. He's like, so what's... Do you know about podcasts? I was like, no. And he's like, you're in radio. How come you don't... Maybe 2012. How come you don't know about this? And I'm like, I don't know what it is. He's like, it's like a radio show, but like it's... Like you can listen to it whenever. It's like talk, right? I'm like, okay. And I remember being like, no. And then all that weekend on that booze cruise, he was playing me like... I think it was the Adam Carolla show. was like the first... He was one of the first, bi- yeah. like, poor Rogan. Like, people might be like, who the hell's that?" that? Yeah. That was the one my buddy was like, you got to listen to this. It's like this dude's just, it's like a morning radio show with no music and no commercials just for, like, two hours. They just, I'm like, what do they talk about? He's like, whatever. <laughs> I remember being like, as a radio guy, being like, that's too much freedom for a show. Like, there's no, you need to have some structure. But apparently you don't. I mean, no. you do, but you don't. Yeah, and I remember yeah. so that was, like, 2012, 2013. But never thought of starting a podcast because I wasn't a morning guy, I was an afternoon guy. And I, I was mentioning this before we hit record. My life was spent in the outro of like a Foo Fighters song and the intro of the next Pearl Jam song. So I was, my, my thing was speed, quick, witty, like get in, get out. Do not under any circumstances talk over Eddie Vedder or Kurt Cobain or Dave Grohl. Like be quiet when they're talking. So that's, that was my life. And then, yeah, so so I started one out of necessity. So that's cool. It's, it's, it's weird for me. It's very like meta, or maybe it's not meta, weird. I don't know what it is. Full circle. I'm making the motion with my hands. To hear people like, I listen to that. Because again, like we're recording now on a Wednesday afternoon and people are going to hear this when we release it. And then six months from now and a year from now, and I'm like, that's weird. They're going to learn from what we're about to talk about. And I'm like, I need to remember that. Like it's strange to me when you're like, I listened to that in 2015. I'm like, holy crap, who remembers that? That was seven years ago. It's nuts. So thank, thank you for listening then, because that's cool.
2: No, I'm I'm super pumped to be here. I mean, never thought in my wildest dreams when I was, you know, 2015, driving <laughs> back and forth to work that I'd be a guest on a podcast.
0: I have never been referred to in as the context of someone's wildest dreams. But I appreciate you saying that. There so you go. All right. So, uh, what are we drinking? This is the first question we ask on the shows? So what do we got? Yeah. To?
2: Well, I I actually went out and bought beers just Good. for this occasion. Okay. I all like, right, all right. Can't not be on PT Pinecast no. and not have a beer. So what do we got? are going there? summer. Oh, summer ale with from Shipyard here.
0: Shipyard. Where is here? Where is that? Where I know Shipyard.
2: Uh, it's in Portland, Maine.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. cheers to you. And it's a summer ale. Well, cheers. I am doing a vodka soda, and I want to thank Doctor Sky Donovan of Marymount Physical Therapy for buying me this like cool. Oh, nice. It's from Corksicle. It's, it's like one Star of the. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. This is a, she got me a set. She got me a C-3PO, an yeah, R2-D2, and a BB-8. These nice. are like the like the Yetis, but smaller, like the wine-sized. Yeah, yeah. And I'm doing yep. a vodka soda. awesome. So cheers, cheers to, to Joe. Uh, welcome to the show. All right. That's the first round uh, brought to you by our friends from Owens Recovery Science, a single source for PTs looking for certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training find the uh well the learning the knowledge and how to apply it clinically and the the technology how to do that johnny and my team know how to do it they do it for all the major sports international i don't know how to brag about john i feel like i've been on this ride with johnny because i met him in like 2015 2016 when i started the podcast and i literally was like hey you have a company would you mind sponsoring my podcast and he was like yes and then he said what is your podcast about i was like i was like you might want to do that but I had met him with, like, Stefania Bell from ESPN. Stefania's like, he's cool. Do whatever. And he's sponsored my show since then. But the funny part was he was doing cool BFR stuff then. And it was like, he's like, yeah. Then it was, like, 2015. He was like, we've been in, like, you know, 20 professional sports. And now he's like, we've been in, like, 50 countries. Like, it's not even, yeah. it's an order of magnitude larger now. Yeah, so it's so crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so that's OwensRecoveryScience.com. All right. So what is your like superhero origin story? So like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it like the force 15 seconds and then you correct me or add on. So you were, you're a PT, you graduated in what 15, 16,
2: uh, 2013,
0: 13, sorry. And then you, 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 you did a bunch of stuff. You did the PT thing. You started your own cash PT business. You did that, you know, that was your thing. And then you did a little bit of a shift, a little bit of a shift, right? Which is like where I saw your story and I was like, ooh, this looks similar. Not the same. I get excited about that. And I get excited about not because, I mean, you did, you know, we're going to get into YouTube and stuff like that, which is exciting. I, even more based than that, I think it's exciting because you took a leap. Like you took a, you were like, this isn't normal. There's probably a lot of people that know and love you and would be like, Maybe maybe just do the safe thing, right? And I'm, I don't know the rest. I don't know any of the inside story, but I know my story. And I'm like, his story feels like mine. So I'm going to guess there were some people <laughs> staying. Maybe stay on shore. Maybe don't swim so far. Um, And then you jumped into sort of a YouTube game and transitioned to helping other healthcare fitness professionals, like sort of like, I want to say it's like you were a translator. You're like, I speak this language, healthcare, PT, fitness, right? And then I want to learn this other language. And then you exist in this cool little thin space. And again, the audience knows my favorite Venn uh, diagram is a Venn diagram. So if it's like these two circles, right? YouTube or communications or whatever, and fitness, PT, whatever, where they might cross a little bit, they might cross a lot, but it's the, in that line that you now get to live. All right, how did I do on uh, summing up You know, the last seven or eight years of your life?
2: That was, uh, it was great. All honestly, right, okay. Uh, full disclosure. I still practice part-time. I do a okay. lot of things still. Yeah. Um, who doesn't? The YouTube thing is still relatively new and I, it's not enough to sustain, uh, bills,
0: <laughs> but you took the leap, man. You're yeah. doing it. You're paying yeah. with time and effort and money and brain power and sweat for and tears. Sure. And
2: I don't know. Yeah. So blind, but. like, and basically I was practicing outpatient PT for a long time. Um, kind of got burnt out where I was initially, um working like for someone else like, this
0: was working for someone else yeah, working or for someone else just like a it.
2: standard pt-owned insurance-based practice seeing like i worked four tens, so i was like between 22 and like 30 people a day wow yeah um so i got out of that situation by doing an orthopedic residency so i moved to north carolina um went to unc part of for it a year oh, that's and cool, then yeah. i just stayed working at unc it was a good gig it wasn't bad at all just after a while um one, there was really no upward mobility unless you wanted to do like admin stuff, which kind of seemed okay, but not all the time, right? Um, and then me and my wife, now wife, um, at the time just weren't close to family. So we just, we decided to move. Um, I'm from New Jersey, she's from Maine. I didn't want to move back to New Jersey. So Maine was the answer. Yeah. Um, we moved in 2020 in mid pandemic. And Smart. moved in with the in-laws since loans were on hold didn't yeah. have really many bills. I was like if I was ever going to start a business and I was like always in and out beforehand of like wanting to do something on my own just never had the confidence and I was like if it, there was ever a time now's the time to do it. Yes. So I started a cash PT thing. Started off kind of mobile, um like working in parks, then I started like renting space from gyms. Um um still kind of do that for myself, but I also work part-time for another cash PT place as well right now. Um And in 2021, 2022, I decided that YouTube was the thing that I was going to go all in on Mm -hmm. um, for various reasons. And so just for my own business, like I was putting up my own videos, I I went on YouTube and was doing videos, exercise videos for my clients that I was doing virtually. I, you know, trained them through trainerize. And instead of using the videos that were on there or videos that they didn't even have, I was like, I'll just make videos. YouTube is the place to host it. Got it. And then I saw people doing educational content for golf fitness. That was the niche that I was doing. And I was like, I can do this. Um, This seems fun. And I can't do it in a minute on Instagram. So here's the place. And so I just spent all of 2020. Well, not all, maybe half of 2021 and all of 2022 last year. Educating myself and doing YouTube, like publishing videos every single week, learning how to make thumbnails, listening to YouTube content, educational content, listening to audiobooks about youtube listening to podcasts about youtube and honestly that's still all i listen to cuz now There's that's jumped in man consume me yeah yeah i really love it um and i'm in what, a what do you love about it um i love that i think that it's it's almost i so i work for Shantae. she's well i guess i freelance for her so like, i'm part of her team Yep, call her um, by her
0: professional name that people like yeah yeah cuz remember i said i called her i said i saw her at like a conference so i'm like Shantae. and someone was like who are you talking to? And I'm like, and they're like, do you mean the movement maestro? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's when you know you've know you reached a level is when people yeah, don't even right. know your real name. It's like <laughs> Madonna. Do you mean Madonna? It's like, I don't even know what Madonna's real name is.
2: I don't know. No. So, um, we, we always talk about it. If you ever have used YouTube and you publish a video, they'll give you stats of like how it's performing compared to your last 10 videos at yep. that specific time. Right. And so it's almost, we always talk about how it's like going to Vegas and just like kind of gambling almost kind of almost educated gambling, but I, I'm kind of like a data nerd and I love analytics. And so Take like it's it. always just like looking at numbers and seeing why they're this way and what you can do to make it better.
0: If it was really luck, if it was really gambling, that Mr. Beast guy's really lucky then. and oh, I don't believe true. in luck. I will, I will no. say, it. I will, I will tell people good luck and it is a cliche there. I mean. There's no luck, right? Like there no. you there are there are things that happen for a reason, right? That you don't necessarily know, but there's a reason, right? It could be anarchy or it could be, you know, but it's not luck, right? So so, so when you looked at that, so when you were looking at that, mm-hmm. what drew you in to say, like, ooh, like is it the data or it's like what the data does?
2: Um I think it's more of like always. I feel like I'm always someone who wants to continually strive for better. Just that's like my nature in general. And like, that's what happened with PT. Like I hit the OCS and beyond that, I was like, well, what do I do? I don't really want to be a fellow. Right. So now I'm like, all right, I'm at kind of the top. Now what? Like now what? I kind of hit there. and Now what do I do? Right. I feel like YouTube, that's never possible. Almost. It's, for the most part. It's never possible. There's the always something. second
0: largest watch, search yeah. engine and it's owned by the company who owns the first largest search engine is a really is just tied. It's, Yeah. If you're going to look for something, I bought a house a year and a half ago. I don't know how to do anything in a house. Well, I do now because I have YouTube. Exactly. You could YouTube anything, almost anything. And if you YouTube something that you honestly have a problem with and you can't find it and then you figure it out, make the video.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is like the other thing. So what drew me in as a business owner, like trying to create content for it when I was doing it for golf was essentially the fact that um it's it's almost like a blog and that it's evergreen almost right just because it's on youtube doesn't mean your video is going to get seen or watched right but it's unlike instagram and now TikTok, where you make a post or a reel and at best that thing may stick around for maybe a week right and no one's going back through your feed and scrolling and looking whereas youtube you can make a a video that you made just like your podcast episodes you know seven years ago May still get surfaced every single day. Yeah. And again, not to like tout Shantae's name here, but when she was doing movement stuff on her YouTube channel, every single day I look at her analytics and she has a release the Pop Lydias, how to release the Pop Lydias video gets at least 20 views every single day. It was made and in 2015. How old? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why? Because the Pop Lydia's is still a problem. Yeah. And she's still the solution or one of the top solutions. So I stop could. looking at like, I, I feel like people, um, I, I got into a, a discussion, it could have been an argument, but it was a discussion, which is good, on Twitter, which could be a dumpster fire, right? Oh, yeah. And, and someone was like, what's better? Uh, I think Googling a patient, Googling their their, their condition is way better than TikTokking their solution. And I was like, all right, I'll go down this rabbit hole. Because they could have said Instagram, they could have said YouTube, they said TikTok, right? Which I think, um, and again, now I'm going to go like a little psychology on this person, right? and i was like i need you i need you to explain that to me like i like the fact that a person is being trying to be more health literate in either situation they just happen to be using google versus tiktok one's a search engine one is a video delivery system with some search functionality but like why do you not like tiktok well it's all dance videos i'm like that's that's your bias that's your bias. it's it's an information delivery system you'd but here's here's where I think that people like Joe, people like Shantae, I'm I am just beginning. And we talked about this before I hit record, which is I like to sniff and look at platforms for a while before I jumped in. Podcasting was no brainer for me because it was like, this feels like radio. Let's just go. I jump and then ask questions later. With everything else, like um Instagram, YouTube, Reels, anything, I sort of I'm a I'm a late adopter. I'm like, I like to figure it out first, you know. But I thought this guy's quote or comment was like, so I think it's very, very telling in what you're doing and what other people are not doing, which is they're like, TikTok's just a bunch of dance videos. I'm like, it could be. Or it could be um, information in forced brevity. The next generation of kids is not going to sit around and watch your 45-minute something. And that's a good thing. Everybody's like, it's destroying attention spans. I'm like, nah, it's destroying, destroy, it's destroying people who are crappy at getting to the point.
2: And that is so going to
0: make our society
2: better. Yeah. Period. And so story. true. I really don't think that our our attention spans have necessarily gotten. I don't short. think they have either. They have. They're it. literally the same. And I just think.
0: But there's more been, information that we can say this to. Like, no, sorry, yeah, you're not good enough.
2: Yeah. It's been forced, like you said, that you have to be concise. Get to it. Yep.
0: Yeah. You keep putting, trying to put ten pounds of, you know, and this is what this is a saying my my uh, uncle used to have. So watch the profanity. You keep trying to put 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. It ain't, it'll fit, but not well. Like, so you try to put more than 60 seconds worth of content into a reel or into a story and it won't fit. You'll get cut off. So the punchline's missed. So, what does a smart person do? Shorten the setup to make sure you fit the punchline, or even better, get to the punchline first. Right. I mean, that's the idea. Right. So YouTube, YouTube's a bit of, of, of a smart anomaly in that it was smart enough to be like we are. I don't care how long the video is. And when people ask me, hey, we're want to launch a podcast. How what's a good episode length, which I'm sure you get, like how long is a good uh-huh. video? How long does a video need to be? And I have a standard response now. And I'd love your feedback on my response. Your podcast episode, your video needs to be just long enough and not a second longer. That's perfect. Answer the damn question if you want to be fun. Because you mentioned something before. I mean, I say I say this all the time to people. Don't be overwhelmed. There's only two things you can do with content. Only two. Only two. Break it down. Educate someone in, or entertain them. And then I go, but wait, there's more. There's a third thing. So here's the sucker punch fun thing. If you do both at the same time, that's the magic zone. Yep. That's the Mr. Beast, yep. right? Is he informing people? Well, right. he's entertaining them, right? Right, and then Bill Nye the Science Guy. Well, what's he doing? A little informing, a little entertaining, right? So there's the magic. There's one. There's two. Or there's both.
2: Yep.
0: Um. So why should someone listening right now? Because our audience is PTS, right? This was you back in whenever the hell our podcast started, right? Now we're looking at this thing that was around longer than podcasting. But I think I don't think YouTube is even close to peaking yet. Not even right, remotely not close. close. Right. Why should someone saying who looks at it like the guy I just referenced, the TikTok and the YouTube generation? Why? It's too late. Right. Like that. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw a statement out. And yep. and of course, I want you to be like, I want you to be contrarian to it because I don't believe it. It's too late, Joe, because someone's probably already done the thing that I wanted to do then launch the channel. It's too late. What would how would you respond to it? it's too late for me to get started on YouTube?
2: Um, One, it's definitely not. Like you said, YouTube is not at its peak. That's for sure. Even though it's know. been around the longest out of all the social point. platforms at this right. point. Um, two, uh, if you can stick it out, maybe most of the people who've been around or have started aren't going anymore, or a lot of people do get kind of burnout. One, they're also not you. They're, they don't Correct. have your personality. They don't have your take on things. Correct. People want to learn from you. It doesn't matter about necessarily the person people are going to connect with you and people aren't going to connect with you. And that's fine. Those aren't your people, right? Um, Right. You had already mentioned it too. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the entire world and it's owned by the first. (laughs) I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. And um, like I said, YouTube is looking to take over the game. I, I try to equate this to a lot of people and say, Most of us weren't around at least our our age, (laughs) but back in the day when you could like get on, get in on the ground floor and invest in say Apple or Microsoft and where those people are now, this is YouTube right now. If you don't do this, I I don't want to be like a bearer of bad news, but if you don't do this now, you'll be, it's going to be too late.
0: You're, you'll be upset with yourself. Yeah. Because again, all right, let's use your Apple reference. God, if, if you – like, somebody Google it right now. If you bought $100 of Apple stock in 19-whatever, you'd be a quadrillionaire right now, right? Okay, that's that ship has sailed. So then I use this, which is – and I think it's a Chinese proverb, Japanese proverb. They always have the best proverbs, right? Uh, the best time – if you want shade, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. And the second best time is right now. You've heard it. It's a cliche for a reason. Um. I like to lower the bar of complexity, but not quality. So I say, I'm like, oh, let's be honest. Your first podcast episode, your first video, your first reel, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw it out there. It's going to suck. Only in comparison to your 100th video. If you listen to my 15th episode, honestly, I would like not be able to sit in the room. It would be nails on a chalkboard. And that was a guy, look at this. That was a guy that had a 15-year head start on any podcaster. I had 15 years of radio chops, and my 15th podcast episode sucked, in my opinion. It was just terrible. So my point is, the only way to get good is by sucking. But we know that. So talk to PT in PT terms. We know that the, the single best predictor of rehabilitation, especially in neuro, I guess this is probably more apropos in neuro, repetition. Do the reps, do the reps, do the reps. That's the only way You're going to get, that's the only way you're going to get better. And if you have a a better way of getting better in secret, I would love to learn about it. And I'd love to steal that methodology, but I don't. So to me, it's reps and exactly what you said, which is get in now, or you'll be pissed off at 20 years ago you didn't.
2: Yeah. I just made a post about this today on Instagram. Um, It's a quote from Alex Ramosi. It makes the most sense in terms of like reps and exactly what you're saying. What was it? Volume is the answer. Time is the ingredient.
0: Um, I don't need you to create a hundred videos today. I need you to create one video in a hundred days, uh, over a hundred days. Yeah. You, you mean you don't have a hundred pieces of insight or I saw this guy the other day he, and he, and he put it in such great terms and he said, uh, marketing isn't saying one thing or a uh, hundred things one way. It's saying one thing, a hundred ways. So and true. and i try to figure out what my thing is my thing is overall overarchingly if you boil everything down i think science isn't finished until it's understood that's my thing you can plug any kind of science for obviously for pt it's exercise or health or movement whatever that is but this goes for everything because i think the goal of creating a video or a podcast or a piece of content is actually Not getting someone to buy or click or like or follow. I think really, if you actually lower the goal, not by quantity, but by simplicity, I just need you to understand what I'm saying. You decide if you agree, disagree, or want to take the next step. And to summarize my favorite Peloton uh, instructor, I make suggestions. You make decisions. I say something that you either understand, not agreeing with, my job is not here to get you to agree or disagree with me. As long as you understand it and then you are an autonomous human being, you will then decide. But if my goal is to get you to do something, I think that overcomplicates things. And I think we often, I mean, we're humans. We tend to love to overcomplicate. We're very good at overcomplicating
2: things. I yes. love that. We're the best at it.
0: All right, so it's not too late to start. We know that. Why should you be there? You touched on a few of those. But why, like, all right, listen. So it's not too late to start, right? I'm I'm playing the role of the, yeah, you know, I flipping. Oh, Joe, so you're on the YouTube. I love when they put the word the in front of everything. The TikTok yeah. and the Instagram yeah. and the <laughs> YouTube. And I'm like. All right, Joe. So it's not too late. I could jump in like, but why should I, why should I invest my time and money? Why should I even be there?
2: Yeah, I think from a business standpoint, right. Or like a personal brand standpoint, one, it's another social media channel. If you prefer now they have short form vertical video to compete with Instagram and TikTok. Now YouTube shorts, if you, you can do both, I recommend you do. Um, but in terms of what short and long form, short and long form, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Agree, I, I, I agree. You do, I think you should do both. In my personal experience, and as a PT, I find it very difficult to at least educate someone or create a post in that 20 seconds that you have. Not saying that it's not possible. It's very doable, but I think most of us really want to help someone. And to do that, you probably need a little bit more than 20 to 60 seconds. So yeah. that was what personally drew me to YouTube because you can create that longer form content, right? You And
0: so you and, and I want to put this in communication standpoint, right? To me, the reason YouTube wins, it's, it's deep and wide. Yeah. Cause you can be as short as you want. You can be as shallow as you want. You can be as wide as you want. You can be as deep. Like To me, it's, it's, it's deep and wide.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you, I think when you're making this content, right? People have a different mindset when they're going to go onto YouTube versus Instagram or TikTok in my experience, yeah. right? Think about when your own personal habits, when you go on Instagram and TikTok, a lot of times you're probably just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It's mainly for entertainment purposes for the most part. Very rarely are you going on there and be like, let's look up some exercises for my patient. Like, yeah, that's a possibility, but like, you're probably not doing that. Whereas you're gonna go to YouTube and type something in and someone has that same kind of premise. Now, some people obviously go there to get entertained to watch TV or yeah, their favorite creator TV, or vlogger, or yeah. whatever it is, right? Totally fine. However, you're under that impression that you're gonna sit there and watch a video for 3 minutes to maybe 45 minutes whatever it is. You don't have that mindset when you go on Instagram no, or TikTok. Not at
1: point. all, right? So
2: that's a different thing that you can kind of attach yourself to and again, you can go wide and deep and you can now enter more metadata into your video on the back end in terms of like SEO to kind of help help it get found and figure out who YouTube needs to push it to in terms of an audience. And you don't really have that capability on Instagram or TikTok. I mean, you can put in hashtags, but really how well do those work anymore at this point? Not anymore. (laughs) Right. So that's the reason. Yeah. And you don't really, as far as at least currently for me, I'm not trying to complain about this, but like I feel my current Instagram uh, reach is down a lot. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why. I really don't care at this point, but like it is what it is compared to other things.
0: I'll say this. A lot of people have stopped, uh, fail to start yeah, because they look at someone like Shantae, who has I don't know how many Instagram followers, and they're like, well, the distance from me at zero or 100 to get there is so far, I don't know if I want to put the effort in. And like Shantae is the first person, and I, we keep referring to her. She's going to be so upset she's not here right now. <laughs> she's the first person to say, number one, follower count doesn't, it doesn't, Equate to value, right? You could have a great account at a 100 followers. that's not your that's not it shouldn't be your goal. But the reason she was able to do that was she really gave a shit. Like you don't ever read if you join her newsletter, she writes her newsletters like she talks and even if you've never met her, like I've met her, but even if you've never met her, if you' listen to her podcast or watch a 60 second video, you're like, oh yeah, that person wrote that email. So for her, and the point I'm getting at is her flavors Instagram. Right? Look at her Twitter following. It's not very strong. Do you want to know why? Is she less valuable? No, she doesn't like Twitter. So she doesn't water that grass. So she doesn't really grow as fast there. Right? Because I think all the people are probably on multiple platforms. And they're like, you know, she's better on Instagram. Want to know why? Because she likes it. That's it. Like she waters the grass there. Like I'm crappy on Instagram, but better on Twitter. Why? I don't know. I like that dumpster fire of Twitter. I like it. So I'm better where I water the grass. So I'm telling this, or I'm I'm framing this, which is like I get it. If you're saying like, but I'm so behind on YouTube, right? But if you want, if you think the audience you really want to serve wants to consume, and I'm pointing to my mouth on a podcast, but like, and, and we use these words. For a reason, consume. If they're going to consume that content and YouTube's a good place to put it there and you're just not comfortable yet, that's okay. If you're willing to overcome the uncomfortableness, it's deep and wide. I'm saying the juice is worth the squeeze if you're willing to get over it, in my opinion. this is coming from a radio guy who was never shy. But believe me, this camera thing, went very new to me in terms of recording of what I look like. and I'm so used to this recording everybody like this. Um, but there's an important thing there. There's an important reason to be there because your potential patients or business, anything they're there. So, all right. So now we know it's not too late to start. We sort of know why you need to be there. What would you suggest? All right. So now I'm on the end of, I'm under the end of the diving board, Joe. I'm like, okay, I see why. Okay. Uh, I understand it's not too late to jump in. I understand there's a reason to jump in. What do I do f- First, because now I'm like, you know, I've watched YouTube and I, you know, this camera, how do I buy it? And look at this light, look at this light I got here, Joe, and I don't know where to start. Where does someone begin because it's so wide and so deep that could intimidate a lot of people?
2: That's a great question. Um, I would literally say if you've already watched YouTube and you kind of have an idea of what it's like, that's the first place to start is like watch YouTube, not just in your niche, but all the other things too, like something that interests you, but not in physical therapy and Very not in your physical therapy, sub niche of golf, CrossFit, swimming, whatever it is. Right
0: now, why, start why I, I have an idea of why, but I want to hear your, cause I agree with you. Go ahead. Why, 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 why don't start there?
2: Um, I think because one, it already helps kind of form what you're going to do, even if you have your own flavor, right? Yes. Yes.
0: I was going to say, cause you wind up accidentally not on purpose, And this this was a problem in radio. I wound up copying almost like not on purpose the other DJs on my station because I listened to my own station a lot when I was coming up. So yeah, I want you, I want Joe to sound like Joe. So you watching a video about YouTube strategies and then figuring out how Joe puts Joe's spin on it is a better way to go about it. That's a great. I agree with you. That's a great first step.
2: And you're gonna pick up different um, strategies and things to do like thumbnail style, video style. From other creators that are in different niches, just naturally because they're yeah. they're doing stuff in a different way than a fitness, health, care professional is doing it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, and I got a buddy. I'm wearing his damn shirt right now. This is my buddy John, who he does not. I don't like the social media. He's one of those guys that puts <laughs> the, the in front of it. Right. And I'm talking to you, John. I don't even know if he listens to my own podcast. <laughs> a buddy he lives down the street. Um, I say, uh. Go online and just engage in with whatever you dig, right? You like golf, anime, Pikachu? I don't care. Engage in it, right? Follow a bunch of those accounts. And then whatever makes you stop and look, listen, watch, read, engage, answer a question. It's not about the question. What about that made you engage? Great. Now you love Pikachu, great. But you're a golf PT. Change Pikachu. How can you how can you draw a straight line between those two things? Which makes no sense looking forward but makes complete sense looking backward. I do that all the time. If you see a poll question from me on Twitter or Instagram, it's probably because I did something in whatever one of my weird likes on social media. I was like, oh, that's a I wonder why I engaged in that question because I wanted to answer it. That's why I wanted to put my two cents in. I twist it and I just go, oh, well, now I'm going to make it about communications or content or PT. That is a great, like Picasso said, uh, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. So watch someone else who's great at what they're doing and put your damn spin on
2: it. Yeah. No, that's literally, and we'll probably talk about this, but like title and thumbnail are one of the biggest keys to oh really God. work on in terms of like yeah. YouTube. And what oh I tell God. people to do is like literally go onto YouTube and what like caught your eye? look at thumbnails and what caught your eye. And not because you're interested in it, but like why? What, what was, was it about that thumbnail or title or that combination thereof that made you say, <laughs> I would click and watch this video versus all of the other like six or seven ones. videos that are right in front of your face.
0: I would tell people this. I would tell clients this and then oh, I would I ignore, I would ignore my own advice and I would make crappy thumbnails. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I just need to get it. I need to get it done. You know, I just need to be done. I'm not going to put extra effort in. There. And this is coming from the radio guy who of course was like, does a thumbnail matter? I mean, audio is where it's at baby. Right. <laughs> but we're big, dumb animals and we make decisions and don't judge a Bush book by its cover. I'm like, but we, constantly judge books by their cover we're constantly saying uh mike morrison who's a so uh does his phd in organizational psychology he's been on the show before he designed better poster so he's the guy who's like i can tell you from a web designer a former web designer's brain and a guy who's now doing his phd in psychology um why people decide to spend or not spend brain power calories on trying to figure out if your thing is valuable or not at the bottom line that we're foraging through the wilderness and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to spend time on this bush or these berries worth it. That's what a thumbnail is. Cause you're just, it's a forest of bushes. How do you make your berries look the most appealing? Didn't think we we're going to talk about berries, <laughs> <laughs> but it is important, oh. but I, I love your advice, which is look what you like. What made you stop, you know, and just pick from elements. You don't copy all yeah, of no. it, but, but what did you like about it? Like, look at it like it like a piece of art and say what drew me to this oh okay i could it's the color scheme or it's the it's the it's the fact that there's a face in this and not just a bunch of words or i don't know what the there's no right answer but there's a bunch of right answers for you and your content and what you're creating
2: right exactly and i think one you that's the first thing you need to be doing is figuring out how kind of youtube works and like what attracts you to certain things so you can again not copy but take bits and pieces of that and create whatever you is on YouTube. Yeah.
0: So how much do you think someone like I because the answer is going to be it depends. I'm going to get that out of the way. Yep. I tell people you can most likely start on YouTube right now without buying a piece of equipment mm-hmm. at all right now. I am also saying this while talking with a $1000 camera pointed at me into a $300 microphone with $400 worth of lights into a five dollars mixing board next to a three thousand dollar laptop now i'm doing this seven years into my podcast 15 years uh, seven plus 15 whatever that is into my communications career and i'll tell you if i had to start again tomorrow with zero dollars and zero followers i'd use this and i'd start and i would just do something and figure it out right but when someone says well what do i need to do to start do you give them similar advice or do you do you give them like I, i'll also point them in the right direction because sometimes yeah. people are like i feel like you know listen we buy clothes and shoes and sneakers, right? Cause we want to, f- I don't need sneakers to f- be faster, but I want to, you know, I want to wear nice sneakers. So when people ask like, what do I need to start? What yeah. do you say? Or how do you respond?
2: Um, one, you need a video idea, right? That provides value. That's Let's the first that. thing, obviously. Idea. Love it. Um, you literally only need your phone for the most part. That's, that's really it. I mean, I this, this piece of equipment that you have that costs you a gazillion dollars, right? Use it. I mean, it's really good. It, the cameras are great on them nowadays. Um, the mic is not great. So, I mean, if you could eventually get like a, a lav mic, whether yeah. it's wired or wireless is the way to go. Um, that's really all you need because really the biggest thing that most people can really care about is the audio. Cause if yeah. you think about anything you're watching is if, if you can get by with crappy video, but if Correct. your audio sucks, they're clicking away.
0: I tell people all the time, it's a threshold right you need to be good enough that someone doesn't go what the hell is this so like the difference between the 100 dollar video camera and the 1000 dollar camera i'm using right now honestly the 1000 i i i passed the threshold long ago like i was above i'm above the threshold the the, the threshold for the 300 dollar microphone i'm talking into right now i'm above the threshold right right But you just need to be good enough that someone doesn't notice the tools you're using. They just notice the thing you're producing, the content you're producing.
2: That's it. Beyond um, your phone, and if you don't buy a mic just yet, you literally need an editing software, which you can have on your phone. Yes, you can. Um, If you have an iPhone, iMovie comes with your phone. It's free. That's what I started on. It's super simple. uh, Relatively easy to learn. Doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but you don't need them at this point uh and then you have youtube which you can just upload your video to and you're done like as a guy who grew up in the 80s and 90s you
0: needed an fcc license which was hundreds of thousands of dollars you needed a gigantic this is before cable you needed a large metal structure called an antenna kids this, this is what an antenna used to be it's like a cell phone tower but there needed to be one gigantic one that did it everywhere the and i i love this line which is the distance between you and your potential audience is the thickness of the glass right now on your cell phone. And I know it's not even made of glass anymore, whatever it is, but like that's as far away as it is. Someone said, and I'm not allowed to say who said it, but he had this great quote 20 years ago. If, if someone had given PTs uh, and said, tell us what you wish you had. And they'd said, I wish everybody could just hear us. If they only knew what we knew, right? PTs. If they only knew what we knew, they'd be so much better. And then along comes this, the phone and the internet. So the tool and the delivery device to do that thing. And then we wind up bitching at each other about squat form or glute bridges or, oh my God, the clamshell or polo shirt should be banned. And this is the great line that a buddy of mine, and I'll I'll have him on the show because I don't want to reveal who said it. He said, "It's it's as if someone handed a patient a Theraband. And it's like, you can get stronger with this. And all they did was launch water balloons. It's like, I gave you the tool. You said I wanted to be stronger so I could get out of this bed and go live my life. And you were like, I have the right tool. I'm just using it the wrong way. It's like, why are you launching water balloons when you could be using it to get strong, right? And I think think the bottom line is fear. It's psychology. I'm never going to be good enough. It's too hard. Somebody already started before me. I'm never going to be funny enough, right? There's an Adam Sandler album. They're all going to laugh at you. Like there's that, they're all going to laugh at you. And a great boss of mine said, you do a bit that bombs and no one listens. And it's even more apropos on YouTube. And then no one watched. Then no one thought you sucked, dude. Exactly. Or maybe someone did watch and they thought you sucked. But where's their video, dude? Because you'll never be criticized by someone doing, by someone doing more than you.
2: Mm -hmm. Never.
0: You'll never it's, be criticized. People do it more than you're. Like, hey, great job, way to way to bang out those reps, dude. Let's keep going to get because they're going too. Right. All right. So you don't need anything. It's not too late. There's a reason to be there. Um, we hear this word. We're all of a sudden mathematic and computer information experts now because we all know about the algorithm and why it's why it's working against me and why it's working for my competition. So, like, what is it for the? common folk. And then why does it matter or not matter? I don't, or how to, I don't, what, what do we do about the algorithm? Cause I don't know what the hell it is.
2: Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, the, I mean, if you think about it, algorithm is just a bunch of lots of things happening in the background based on math what's or something. in your video. Yeah. Math What's happening in your video, your thumbnail, the words that you speak, the data that you present into your video, all this stuff, even beyond whatever we can even comprehend, goes into how and who your video gets sent to. When it comes to YouTube, again, the first thing that matters most is getting your video to be watched. And to get your video to be watched, it needs to be clicked on. For someone to click on your video, you need to have an intriguing title and thumbnail. So that's the things. Yep. And I say this as... I need I you need to win someone's eye before
0: you can win their ear. Ever. You got to intrigue my eye before you ever get to my ear. Ever. So that's number 1 from Joe.
2: Go ahead. Yep. After that, you need to just like on Instagram or TikTok, you need to hook them pretty pretty much quick. On YouTube you have a little bit longer. They say within 30 seconds. Again, I would even shorten that to like 15 or less, but it's more than the 2 or 3 that you have on Instagram or TikTok. Right. You have to create enough intrigue based from almost like it's like should be almost a continuation of your title and thumbnail right into your video of why someone is watching this video, right?
0: This is why I clicked. Are you giving it to me or not? Because if you're not, dude, I got 50
2: billion other videos to, to view. So yep. get to it quick or don't. Exactly. So if you do watch YouTube and or you have watched in the past you probably noticed an old practice of like hi my name's joe welcome back hi, to the hi, channel man. you know before we get into the content smash that subscribe button hit the like button whatever all that stuff don't do that whatever that's you do, about
0: that's about that. you yep. and i need that video content to be about me the viewer that's about you the produ- producer do that at the end if ever yep or somewhere after, else.
2: after you've hooked them the next goal in terms of the algorithm essentially or a, a big factor into getting your video surfaced more is watch time or like average percentage retained in your video. There's two right. different stats that you get. There's average view duration and average percentage viewed. Average percentage viewed is m- probably better to go off of because um, if you make 20 minute videos for a long time and then you start making five minute videos, your average view duration is just naturally going to go down because your videos are not as long, right? right, right. right? So average percentage viewed is what's going to matter more. So if you can keep people watching your video for longer, that's the next thing basically. So provide good value and content. There's other things in there that um, you can do to, to try to maintain people like attention resets. And there's lots of ways to do that. Give me one. Last, what's a good attention reset? A super simple one that anyone can do on like iMovie is just like cropping in and out on your video. Yeah. That's uh, super simple. Super easy. And you see it a lot. You um, see it a lot. And I, I fall for it. I know yeah. what they're doing and I'm still like, oh, that's cool. that's cool yeah some text on screen some sounds right sound effects um stuff like that i always tell people it's so crazy i didn't really notice until i I started walking i just game the algorithm (laughs) i got it
0: got sound effects you uh,
2: watch a tv show and within like a 15 second span see how often the camera angle changes zooms in zooms out right switches to something else within 15 seconds it's going to be probably it's at least seven or eight times and, and you don't even notice it
0: those are getting faster we say our attention spans are shortening and they're not but we're changing faster so my question totally selfish is i share the episodes that we're recording like this one right now on youtube but i don't change camera angles is that hurting me because we're having a conversation
2: right i mean i think a podcast is different in okay. terms of that aspect um again i think people i think a lot of people actually just start playing it and don't even start watching the video on youtube to be honest they like start doing their own thing like start yeah. cooking or washing dishes right they that's may check why, in every now and then right
0: that's um, what we started on youtube a couple years ago and i didn't put any effort into it because i was like i don't know man i don't consume content like this on this platform yeah, yeah. but i uh, but the tony maritato is like i don't listen to podcasts but i listen to videos of people talking on youtube and i'm like then you listen to this is before youtube started to embrace podcasts right mm-hmm. Which I was like, you're weird, dude. But I'm like, I, maybe he's not weird. Maybe other people there's do that There's a lot too. of people apparently. Oh. I don't
2: do it either. But there's a lot of people that do it. Yeah. Um, so we save think, time.
0: And I walk yeah. people through it. I'm like, we record this on a video platform. So if you're watching the video, I record it on a third-party platform called StreamYard. I'll share this video to YouTube. And I'll, sh- I'll rip the audio off using an editing tool. And that is the podcast, right? I'll do some editing in the front. Like you heard an intro before this episode. The intro I'll record last because I don't know what to tell you is coming up until I've talked to Joe, right? Um, but I think now YouTube is embracing the, oh. hey, we want people making content, right? We're at the 45 minute mark right now or something. We want longer content. And I think I'm just dipping my toe because again, but I did what you said, which is like, I don't use this that way. So I'm not going to make things that way.
2: But yeah. now I'm like, well, I think I will. And now I'll embrace it. I think um, at least in as a sidebar in terms of podcasts, again, someone has a different, mindset when they're going to go into it they know for the most part that it's either going to be one person talking and just doing whatever or it's going to be an interview style like this right and they they generally want to watch people talk back and forth like a talk show like we used to do all sorts of like things like i used to have like
0: (laughs) my team in the background and we'd mention a website and i'd like i i'd like be texting juliet in the background being like hey bring up this website we'd flash it because i was like we need to be more tv like and then i was like dude it's a lot of effort and i'd rather just be in the moment with joe
2: yeah no i think i think people have a different mindset when it comes to podcasts i
0: think you're right um, I, think, I think they get it like what yeah. am i it's expectation versus reality
1: right. and i've
0: told people this before like if i walk into a mcdonald's and I see sushi, that confuses me. I'm not expecting, I know what I'm sort of expecting. I I complain when I get less than the floor, and I rave when I get more than the ceiling, but it's that middle space where you're like, you need to be just enough. Like, you, you need to meet the threshold, right? Don't be below the floor. By all means, if you can, be above the ceiling. But I think you're right.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, again, this podcast. It's a, it's a different expectation.
0: It, it is. It's like, what am, am I getting what I thought I would get? Yes. Now I'll let you go deeper.
2: And then the last part, mainly for like the algorithm to like help it boost your videos for the most part is to keep people on the platform. So ideally you want to send someone to your next video. Uh, there's a way you can do this on YouTube in terms end of like screens. end screens. Yeah, I just yeah, like those. Like end screens. Um, but really you want to also think of, think of that as like another hook for your end of your video. This is easier to do once you have more videos. In terms of what? like. As you're making content, when you come up with that idea and you have this video idea, let's just say you're working on hip mobility and you're just starting, right? It's a video about having someone foam roll to kind of like wake up the nervous system and change the input to the area, right? You know, that's not the only thing that they need to do to improve their hip mobility. The next part is, right, is like maybe a stretch or an active exercise. So like at the end of your video, instead of just being like, hey, we're done, be like, hey, now that you kind of woken things up, it's not going to stay that way forever. You want to do this thing next, which is in this video, uh, right?
0: A good example would be when I watch a Peloton class at the end, Matt Wilpers goes, Hey, stick around if you want. At the end of it, you know, he's completing a video, right? A class 30 minutes, whatever, maybe like a five minute cool down is what you need. Grab one of those. Cause he understands where the person is yep. in their consumption cycle. You just did a 30 minute video or a 30 minute workout you know, it'd be great. Um, uh, what about doing like a, a 15 minute, you know, uh, yoga flow or something. Yep. And they suggest that. And then when you're done with the Peloton video or a YouTube video, what pops up Four possible suggestions, all things that are a little shorter because you just did a 30 minute workout. Their algorithm is probably like, Hmm, maybe don't suggest a 60 minute ride after a yeah. 20 minute workout.
2: Okay. That's a good way to think about that. Yeah. And I think, um, really their goal is to keep someone on the platform. Ideally it's your video, right? Your video is next. Um, but just like any other platform, YouTube's goal is to keep someone on as long as possible. So if you can keep someone watching, that's, um, that's YouTube will reward you. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: The system is perfectly, any system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. I don't know who said that. It's a great quote. So when people say the algorithm is working against me, uh, you know, someone else has it figured out and I don't, I will say that the system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. If you're getting results you don't like, you need to either redesign the system, YouTube's not your system, but redesign the inputs and what you're doing on the system and you'll get better. You'll get different results, right? Eventually you want to get better, but you decide what better is. But yeah, don't yeah. be mad at it. Just be better. I don't know. Get yeah. do more push-ups. Yeah. Uh, you want to be yeah. stronger? Do more. Pu- do more push-ups.
2: Right. YouTube is great at finding who your videos need to go to. Right. Like See? they already know all of these people, what they watch, yes. what they're interested in, all of these things. Right. And when you type in all the right stuff and talk about that thing that they're interested in, your video will get surfaced potentially in front of that person. If you're not doing all the things to satisfy or like your video sucks, like your thumbnail isn't good and it's right. not getting clicks, YouTube's not going to show it. They're not, obviously people aren't watching that video or clicking into it. So why would they show it to more people if it's not good?
0: YouTube rewards people who play the YouTube game better.
2: Exactly. Like,
0: okay, so it's a game. Like, yeah. so they want to make sure like, oh, this is the greatest. This is awesome to me, especially this for the like
2: This goes back again to the beginning. This yeah, is why, like,
0: the game. like, it's like, Dude, imagine imagine when I was back in radio and you needed a million dollars to open a radio station, right? Like you had to pay so much money and you got the average guy calling me being like, why don't you play more Pantera, bro? And I'm like, I don't know, man, because I got to keep the lights on, right? But I, I could have come back to that guy. i been like, I don't know, man, start your own radio station and let's see how well your, your whatever radio station. And I'm not bashing on Pantera. Please don't come into in the comments and start. I, I love Pantera. I just picked it out of nowhere. I'm sorry. I wish I could go back and change Pantera. But my point was, like everybody was a critic of the five radio stations in the market that there was, and now you can do whatever the hell you want, and the system's going to reward the best radio station or the best TV station. I'm using air quotes for the podcast, but that's decided by the audience. This is democratized content, so it's it you 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 can't just win because you're CBS or NBC or MTV or anybody. You have to be good at making things people like, and that, that is a moving line. That is the offsides line in soccer. That is, a, that is a goalpost that keeps moving, right? Good is subjective. But this is why I think one thing we skipped over, which is what you and I both start people with, is figure out who you're talking to. Who are you? Who are you, who are you? And who are you talking to? And what do they need and want? And what are you good at delivering? Great. Where those two things cross over again in my favorite diagram, the Venn diagram where those things cross over, bro, that's your why make videos in your why. If they're not in your why don't make video, not on that channel. Anyway, start a new channel for that. You know, if you like dungeons and dragons and physical therapy, if you can cross them over, which actually some people have done, but, 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 but if that's not your thing, don't do it because it's about people and the people decide. And YouTube is like, we're about people. And if you're about people, you'll do well here. The end. That's the thing about podcasting is it's not like that.
1: Nope.
0: It's not, it doesn't have the algorithm, right? Like YouTube is, or uh, like Apple podcasting is just keywords. It's like, if you type in physical therapy, hopefully I come up. And if I don't, <sighs> They don't look at titles and mm-hmm. and headlines and stuff like that so i'm i'm a little bit like damn i can't wait till they f- start doing that because i know they know it's about reason
2: it reason why to uh, if you have a podcast put it up on youtube already did
0: i remember yeah, i was yeah, listening yeah. i was watching people online because i follow people who are just about youtube things because i'm not good at it and i was like oh it's coming great 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 and now it is and we are i mean this is i mean we're talking about new the whole youtube podcast thing is weeks weeks or months old i mean i I only got to be able to do it a couple weeks ago
2: yeah and this is yeah.
0: infancy man i have mm-hmm. no idea what youtube is going to start doing to reward people like me which yep. is playing a, f- a good game like you said hey make podcasts i'm like great making podcasts
2: well and hopefully they start to reward me. i think for anyone who does have a podcast who else who also listens to this right is like that's the thing, right? Apple Podcast, Spotify just goes off of keywords. And if you don't come up right. in the top podcast, you're not getting found unless someone ex- specifically you, is looking for your podcast. You don't exist. Exactly. You don't exist, right? So you, if you do it right, if you create good titles, good thumbnails, yes. put in the right metadata, your episode can get found. And if someone's interested in your episode that they just happen to find, they'd be like, oh, man, this was great. Let me go to the and actual they go podcast. Deep. Then they yep. go deep.
0: All right. Let me ask you a totally selfish question. So most of we're going long. So Joe is above average in terms of episode length. So what I'll do now is I'll take the, uh, I'll take the video from this and I'll, I'll trim it up, put a nice intro on it. Right. I'll, I'll make it nice and I'll put this on YouTube. Right. Should I also be, and I'm, and I'm creating reels now that I'm comfortable doing it. And those things are either clips from episodes. I'll click like cool aha moments. Or I'll just Jimmy's jamming to a camera and talking about whatever. I'm doing both of those. I'm doing super long and super short form video. What are things I can do in terms of chaptering my videos? And should I be taking like a two-minute clip from Joe's video and making it its own video? Like, is that better? Like, Walk me through both of those questions.
2: Yeah. Um, I think... You can do both. I think that's the beauty of a podcast, especially if you have a longer one. It doesn't even have to be this long, right? 15 minutes is, you probably have multiple nuggets in one, right? right. So now you can create short form vertical video that you can post to YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. The other thing is that you can create shorter clips. Uh, I don't want to call them clips, but like shorter longs. We'll, we'll say longs, right? Mediums. Yeah. You could take a two or three minute like piece that you thought was super valuable from this, right, and just make a video about and that them. stands alone. Yep, stands alone because that answers
0: one. a question. Like, exactly. should I should I think about it? Like, like does this answer a question?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a great way okay. to think about it. And then to go back to like your chapters or like video chapters for your podcast or any video, not really for shorts because it's too know, short. It yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Um, basically, you just timestamp it in the description, essentially. So, like, is
0: that how it works? Because I don't that's, well, how that's how it works. Literally, how it works. That
2: simple. You literally, you don't even need to do anything. Um, I, I had no idea. Just I just put video chapters. I have like sections, quote unquote. I just put them in all caps. In the
0: description? In the description. Yeah. How do you have to type it a special way? You just do zero, colon zero, zero. Done. And, and then, then, whatever then when is you're going go. through an episode, it'll sort of like break it up into like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how you do it. Yep. <laughs> heard it here first, folks. Well, probably not first because Joe knew about it, but really because I've watched people's videos and I kept looking around. And obviously, I didn't look hard enough because I was like, I don't know how to do it. Well, I'm moving on. Um, <laughs> wow. Because I've watched videos and been like, that's cool. Because yeah. going back to the Peloton thing, it's like, here's the warm up, here's the exercise, here's the cool down. I'm like, that's cool. I kind of know where I am in this. Yeah, yeah. So
2: the, the cool part about that is that if you can pull out specific sections in this, like we just talked about the algorithm, right? Beforehand, we talked about why you should be on YouTube. We'll just say that's the title of that chapter. So as long as you start your video chapters at one point in your description with zero colon zero, zero, you're good. You just keep video like timestamping each section after that to whatever uh, you that's gonna have to
0: start doing that now. Yeah. I'm sorry. So Julia.
2: the cool part is this probably be harder for a podcast, but it's possible. But like if you go on Google and you type in how to change my air filter in my Nissan Rogue or whatever, right? Right. You might get shown a video that's from YouTube and it's going to either give you a clip from that yes. video that says this is your key moment to watch or right. it's going to even break it down into the yes. chapters and say like yes. here they are, right? That can get found. That's all keywords, that's right. all metadata. Right. Just that stuff can get pulled out. It's super crazy.
0: Cuz right See, there's smarter people, yes, because I, I sort of knew that but didn't know how to do it because I'm thinking, let's it's say Joe hard. Joe and I just talked for 57 minutes, right? And there's a lot of answers that we've given that's a lot of questions we've answered. But I'm not expecting someone who's just looking for a quick answer, but I also don't want to create a hundred different videos from just this one episode. right? But if you can do it in a certain way, that way, you're t- chaptering. That makes sense. Now you're findable, you're searchable, discoverable is how yep. would grammatically correct and, term.
2: And I think in general, just like um, like trying to grow on YouTube, the benefit of doing this and like creating shmedium sh- clips, right? Shmedium length clips is that now you're just putting out more content for YouTube to like surface Perfect. and find your person, right? It's just, again, going back to that Alex Mosey quote, volume is the answer, volume. time is the ingredient. It's yep. just put the content out, put it out, put it out. And with a podcast, You make it super simple on yourself from the fact that you're creating one long, really typically relatively long piece of content that can be broken up into smaller pieces. Pillar pillar
0: content Mm is Gary would would talk to it about, you know, a blog, a substantial article, a podcast, a video. And that's that's what I try to create is I'm like, okay, well, if we're going to point a camera at Jimmy, make him uncomfortable, I want to get something out of this. But now I get to have a second dimension. There was no video before. And now that there is, and I don't really need to do it. There's work. Juliet is the one that gets to do that. I'm looking at you. Um, But she gets to take this video, make it audio, and make it uh, a coherent sort of show, right? I'm getting this. I'm starting to learn. All right, so who do you help? Like someone's if someone's 59 minutes in, and they're like, I want to work with Joe. Yeah. How do they work with Joe? Because by now, Um, they're like, dude, I'm on the end of a diving board, and I need Joe to be my lifeguard. He's my lifeguard into YouTube.
2: I do a couple of things for folks. I do video editing. Uh, I mainly work with health and fitness professionals, um, mainly because that's the language I speak. It's super simple and easy for me from like a video editing standpoint and for you that you don't have to tell your video editor all the things that you need to cut or not cut or whatever you speak. I know exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. um, So I do do that. I'm on the edge of like not being able to take any more video editing clients, but I also do like, uh, I call it like video VA work, right? So like if you wanna be on YouTube, uh, but don't wanna like come up with the strategy, like I'll hop on a monthly call with you. We'll talk about like the videos you're gonna make. I'll search for keywords. I'll create the thumbnails. I'll do all the metadata. I'll create the description, do all the video chaptering, all that stuff for you. I'll even upload it for you if you make me like a manager on your channel. Um, and do all that work. That way you don't even have to worry about it. You just hit record and, uh, get it edited and I'll do it. I work
0: with companies in different ways and this is how I put it. Jimmy does Jimmy things. You do you things. Tommy does Tommy things. Allison does Allison thing. Like Allison or Jane, they don't want to become a video editor. Maybe you do, but a lot of us want to be, you know, Trevor or David right? Or Jennifer, like we want to do that and we want that thing. You want the muscles, but you don't want to do the pushups, right? That's okay. In this case, because yep. there's Joe who's like, I'm super good at these type of pushups. These pushups are easy for me. Yep. If you want the results for these pushups, I'll do them for you. You hire Jojo does it.
2: Yep. Like How do I, they, I, I thoroughly enjoy like making thumbnails. Like yeah, you like it, like working with Shantae. It's just like, it's so fun. Honestly, I mean she's a great person, fun, it's just fun to work with.
0: Like, and right. yeah, let's not inflate it. Let's not inflate it. but out.
2: like I love making thumbnails, like it's fun to like come up with ideas for things. Um, and for me, doing all the back end SEO stuff is super easy at this point because for me.
0: It's easy to you because you've done work, you yeah, earn you exactly did the push-ups, so. right? Yeah. And I'm you know, I'm not trying to overcomplicate it, it's not, and you're like, you can learn, you don't need to buy Gary Gary V's the first person to tell you, you don't need to buy Gary's V's book to learn what Gary Vee knows. He's like, you could listen to everything I give away for free, but I could sum it up for you in $15 of a book. And then you read the book and you know what I've, that's what, that's how books work since Gutenberg. That's, that's actually how they work. How do they reach you? If, if you haven't been booked by the time this podcast comes out, how do, how do they reach you?
2: um i the easiest way to reach me is instagram Doc Jo. um i do have like my scheduling like discovery call i do consult calls too like if you just want to have like an idea of like what i you have some ideas for
0: talk after the podcast <laughs> i got some i got some ideas
2: um my link in is in there i didn't send you my link i don't think for that but uh, well, that's the other thing but yeah. juliet will put it in the show notes okay
0: This is the way I talk to Juliette, who's my executive producer. I say this, Juliette, we'll send that to you and we'll put it in the show notes. And then she watches the video and does it. And we never edit it out because that would take too much work. I'm like, we're just making more videos. We're not editing the videos we just made. All right. Are you ready to do uh, three questions? Yeah, let's do it. Wait a minute. Hang on. Wait for it. Here it is.
1: On the hot seat with three questions on the PT Pinecast.
0: There we go. ATI is one of the leaders in clinical research within the PT profession. Uh, with more than 900 ATI clinics placed in the 100th percentile in CMS's merit-based incentive program. That's MIPS for the cool kids. Uh, For the second consecutive year, go to atipt.com. If you want to join our team and jumpstart your new career, that's atipt.com. Who is someone the audience should be watching on YouTube, in your opinion, to learn more about what we were talking about? You're talking about people who talk YouTube on YouTube, which is very meta. Who's someone that you're like, Watch this person because they're smart.
2: Um, My go-to that I, I personally enjoy most of their videos is VidIQ. They're a company. I just, like somebody an just turned on to them.
0: them. They're nuts, man.
1: They're yeah. really
2: good. They're great. I love, uh, I feel like I know him, but like Rob Wilson, he good. does a great job. Um, That's They do it. a great job. They do like channel reviews every Tuesday and Thursday. Like if you go on a Google and put in your channel, if you're lucky, if they pick you, they'll review your channel. Um, just very short and sweet to the point, but like, they just provide a lot of beginner YouTube, uh, guidance, which is where I've learned a lot of my stuff. I've literally watched hours upon hours of videos. And And I bet you
0: YouTube YouTube rewards that channel for having you and other people stick around. And we learn, I mean, you know, it's all full circle. What's something the audience should take a look at if they want to take a deeper dive into some of the things that we want to say? Like, you know, obviously, so we just mentioned vidIQ, which is an app I just signed up for because I was like, I'm not doing a lot of things I should be. And they literally got me like, pretty much in ship shape in uh, 45 minutes, but yeah. what, where's someone that you would send someone if they're like, all right, fine. Where's the checklist or the book or the guide or something that I would yeah, be comfortable in starting if I'm new.
2: Yeah. This is a, another YouTube channel. Uh, they go by think media. They also have a podcast like yeah. media. Podcast. Sean Cannell. Sean, Can- Cannell. Cannell, Sean Cannell. Yeah. He always says rhymes with YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> anyway, audience. But he has a book called YouTube secrets. It's one of the books that I've listened to. Um, it, it's just a good book. It definitely goes into a little Their A lot of their shtick is like mindset, like helping you just get over their yeah. thing is like most of it's punch beer in the face and hit record. That's their dude, thing.
0: Most of this, yeah. starting a podcast, starting any is literally our own. We are our own greatest ally and worst enemy. Yeah, dude. I got 15 years of radio under my belt. Why would I ever second guess anything grabbing a microphone? And I, I'm being honest with you. I do it all the time. I'm like, ah, no one's gonna, this is, I shouldn't. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling, but I overcome it, like, but yeah. I'm not done with it. I get, uh, I get past it, but I haven't gotten over it. I have yeah. not gotten over it. It's yeah. it hits me. So like, know that about me. And if you listen to my show at all, like, I still grab the mic. The first, f- the first fifth of the 15 minutes before the guest logs on is the worst 15 minutes of my day because i'm like this is gonna go horribly and i'm gonna screw up and what's this gonna go that's why when you picked up when we first started i had music jamming i have music playing before the show because i'm like i need to stay up i need to be up because this isn't gonna go i've done this 1200 times Plus 15 years of radio. Why would this? And I've never had an episode go bad. But every episode, I'm like, I don't know about this one. And uh, psychology, you're not alone. It's not rare. If you want, just do the push up. That's it. Yep. Lather entropy. All right. So why should the final question on three question? Why should someone care about getting on YouTube? Like I've asked this question before, but now I'm asking specifically why?
2: Why? I think you have the greatest potential to reach the most people. Not only do you have the people, obviously this goes for anywhere, but like not only do you have the people in the U S or Canada or Australia, wherever you are. Right. But like YouTube is worldwide in, I don't know how many countries there are currently 50 billion daily shorts views daily, 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 daily insane that's just shorts but like the way that you can reach people on this and the fact that you can insane. it's searchable and can be there forever you're basically creating seeds many you an asset of yourself that can be played over and over if you ever want to think of like quote-unquote passive income there's no such thing i look at it as time leveraged right. time leveraged Correct. income Correct. right time leveraged income where if you get one get into the youtube partner program and make money from ads that's a whole different conversation whatever right but like if this is good enough to draw people into your business right to have someone that watches a video while you're sleeping and can get into your ecosystem whether they go into like a lead magnet or something like that this is the way to do it
0: watch this very meta Watch what I'm about to do with the idea that you just said. Ready? We're recording this on April 12th, 2023.
1: This is The Parting Shot.
0: Parting Shot is brought to you by our friends at the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Leaders at orthopedic PT is the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at orthopt.org. Their website's still going to be orthopt.org three years, five years, 15 years from now. Uh, They have their current concepts of orthopedic PT available now for purchase. Find them online at that website, orthoped.org. Now, I just read that on April 12th, 2023, 10 years from now, because OrthoPT pays me to say this, they are still going to be bearing fruit because they're showing up in a piece of content I recorded April 12th, 2023, April 12th. 2033, which is feels like a fake number. I'll be honest with you. That feels very too futuristic. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but that's the thing. Do you want to? Do you want to? It's not passive. I like how you said that. It is active, but you're leveraging the fact that I we did this interview today. Or and I like when the well, I like when the people that are paying for this and they are paying for this, they're going to win on time. So am I though, because I'm created this today. Juliet uploads it in a week. You download it two weeks from now, five years from now, nine years from now. The stuff we talked about, it's evergreenish, right? Right? Like it's pretty much basic. But I'm guessing in the next year or two, we're going to have another conversation and we're going to have another conversation and we're going to have another conversation. We're just going to get five or 6% better each time. But like, look at how that works. I'm doing the trick. Look, Ortho PT pays me. Why? Because they know you listen. Why? Because I bring people like Joe on. Why? Because you have questions, he has answers. Lather, rinse, Repeat. This is the way. All right. So now we actually have to do the parting shot. This is where you have to be poetic or uh or prophetic. Uh what would you leave with the audience uh with, with your uh, with your parting shot? What would you say to everybody? What's your uh, idea?
2: Um I think I'll just kind of say what I've already said. Whoa, I'm about okay. by myself now. good. Um, you don't go back. <laughs> um that you in my personal opinion and I'm biased, but YouTube is the place to be. Now is the time to get in on the ground floor essentially um and if you want to create time leveraged assets many use of yourself that can continue to bring business into your business youtube is the place to be and if you're too afraid to do it just do it your first 100 videos are going to suck they are that's just how it's going to be mr beast made over 100 i well i don't know exactly but he made over 100 videos before i think he even had 100 subscribers same thing with really same thing with like uh mk mkbhd yeah. Uh, Marquez Brownlee, he's like a tech YouTuber. He made over a hundred videos and didn't even have a hundred subscribers yet. Right, and what he is, has over a million, I want to say now at this point. He, he has his know? own masterclass, like on masterclass, all this stuff, right? Like, if
0: he quit. Oh, how pissed would he right? Like, you know what I mean? But he wouldn't even know. He wouldn't know yeah. that he was about, he was, was smelling like, distance away from success and was just like,
2: ah, it's too hard, man. Just keep doing it. Just keep recording. Just try to get better every single time that you do it. Try to improve on something. And if this is something you really want to do, just don't stop. Just keep changing with the times. You know, if you don't evolve, you're gonna die.
0: And by doing this, it isn't TikTokking or making like. I'm. Let's boil it down. It's answering questions that people, honest people, answering honest questions that honest people have, A- answering questions that exist. Yep. And if you have those answers, and if you don't feel like you're gonna be whatever psychological stuff you need to get over and put effort in to get over that, ask yourself what the guilt would be in 15 years if you watch someone doing the idea that you had and just didn't have the guts or you can't just swallow your pride or whatever. Like, dude, that's worse.
2: That's worse. worse. Way worse. And we right, going to have it said a- it multiple times. Sorry, but like no. the Alex Ramosi thing, just volume is the answer, time is the ingredient. Literally be consistent, put out content and just do it.
0: Show up, man. Exactly. If you're not, I mean, listen, if you're not on the YouTube, like, well, who's <laughs> going to know? Like, no one, but they're definitely not going to know you. That's for damn sure. Uh, Doc, Joe, appreciate what you do. Let's have you back. Let's have you back on. Like, I don't know. I feel like YouTube changes every three, six months. I feel like we should have yeah, you on every three, smart. six months. Like, what ha- What I miss? You what are, are we doing now? It, what am yeah. I doing wrong that I was doing right six months ago? But,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, appreciate it. you coming on the show. And thanks for doing Thank this, you. man.
2: Thank you so much. Thank right. you
0: geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet, PT Pine-
1: We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.